Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, builders. Welcome to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. I hope you are building a career, building a business, or building a successful teams. Whatever you're working on, we want to be a part of that journey with you. And we are grateful today. You know, today's going to be the episode before Christmas. So we want to wish all of our listeners a very Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year. We'll have another episode between now and New Year, but we, we definitely want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I am grateful to have Jeff Harris on this podcast. Jeff was recommended by Glenn Gonzalez. If you're a listener, you'll remember that Glenn was with us for episode uh, Leading Through Service, and you probably want to go back and listen to that. Uh, Glenn is the founder of Jetit and just a, a phenomenal uh, service member, you know, great pilot, and, and has founded a, a company that, that does commercial jets. And so Jeff uh, was recommended because he's, he's part of that group. He, he uses those services for his furniture land South business. And so he's the, Jeff is the CEO and president of Furniture Land South. He's married. He has three kids. They're age 25, 23, and 16. He loves spending time with his family, exercising, golfing. He loves to travel. This is what I like about his, his bio here. He loves to help others that are trying to help themselves. He's very competitive and he's a people person. He loves to learn not only what drives an individual, but why. He believes in goal setting and personal accountability. So with that, we welcome Jeff to the podcast today. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, good morning, Brian. Thanks for having me so much. And Merry Christmas to you and your audience. Yes, sir, man. Well, man, I appreciate having you on the podcast. Again, Glenn recommended you and, and the successful business you have. The first thing I want to ask you, something we ask a lot of our, our guests is, what does leadership mean to Jeff Harris? Well, that's a loaded question. That's a, that's a great place to start. Um, and there's a lot of ways you can, you can describe leadership. Uh, I think at the end of the day, I think it's kind of sharing a vision um, uh, with people, helping others kind of realize both personal and collectively uh, you know, their value and then helping them set and achieve goals that can help them reach that vision. Um, leadership, uh, obviously, is, is being able to, to, uh, to set that vision and get enough people that believe in you to follow you and trust that you're going to help them uh, achieve their personal goals. Yeah, and I know you've got some great examples of that on your team. Give, give us an example. You don't have to use any names here, but someone that you've seen those goals and, and people that have had that kind of success with you and your team? Well, uh, another great question. Um, you know, in our business, you know, we employ over 500 people at Furniture Land South. It's the, it's the largest furniture store in the world uh, with 1.3 million square feet. It's, it's really a shopper's paradise. We call it Disney World for ladies without the uh, roller coasters. Um, so we're, uh, I'm a second generation um, uh, you know, nepotism is alive and well uh, in the furniture industry, uh, but uh, both my parents have passed away within the last six years. So, you know, my brother, Jason, and I, we own and operate the business. Uh, so we're, we're blessed to have a tremendous team. I think any, anybody that's leading a successful organization will look at uh, 
you know, the, the team that they built around them. Um, and, and, and our business is no different from that, but, uh, certainly, you know, just the way we've structured our leadership team I and mean, there's, there's tons of examples. I, I personally like to interview, uh, every single salesperson. We have 150 salespeople that work in the organization. And I feel like I've, I've done a pretty good job over the years of, of, of developing a sales leadership team um, that, that knows how to recruit. They know what I'm looking for to build uh, this sales team. Uh, and so, you know, by the time they get to this final interview with me, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it's a rubber stamp because every once in a while I will bounce one that doesn't make the grade. But, um, you know, I, I'm really proud of the team that we've developed there. Uh, and, and they understand, uh, you know, their, our leadership team is compensated based on, you know, how, how each team performs. Uh, we have five different teams. And so I, I'm really proud, you know, just as I said uh, in that bio you read, you know, I love to help people that want to help themselves. And uh, we're blessed to have an organization that, that provides a platform like that. Man, that's great. And, and I heard you talk about the nepotism and the family. <laughs> you know, I come sure. from a, a family business, third generation, uh, right. which, which is hard because a lot of family businesses don't last past the second generation. So, yeah. In any business, we deal with personalities, we deal with different people, we deal with different personality types, different strengths, different blind spots, but, but it's especially more difficult when you got to have Thanksgiving and Christmas, so here we are in this holiday season with those people you work with. How do you overcome some of those challenges? Well, that's a good question. I mean, especially here in 2020. Um, you know, I, I love... I love that there are two words that really permeate through uh, our organization and I really try to let them permeate through, you know, uh, my personal relationships that I have throughout life. And, and those two words are expectations and communication. And I think if you really focus on those two things, uh, you got a really good chance for those relationships to, to be solid and continue to grow. Uh, and we use that, you know, as an example there at Furniture Land South, you know, between every leader that we have and everyone that works for that leader is, you know, we help set those expectations together. Um, and, and then we communicate along the line, you know, what is it that we, we expect is going to happen with you know, the job that we're asking you to do? And so a lot, sometimes in business and in life, uh, you have two people that have a, a similar goal, but you know, their expectations of how to get there are completely different. Uh, and, uh, so I think you have to continually communicate about that. And, uh, and that really gives you a great, great chance to be successful. Uh, and you know, if you're going down the wrong, wrong path, it'll get you back on track pretty quickly. I love that. And for the listeners, write that down communication and expectations. Both of those are great keys to successful relationships, whether in business or in life, just having great communication and, and, and laying out those expectations. Jeff, I threw you a curveball because I did not put this in your, in your bio okay. to read it because I wanted to talk about it. Okay, sure. And so this, this that I left out intentionally, cause I want to talk around it segues right here. You said, I believe the harder and smarter you work, the luckier you get. And, and I love that, you know, people say work smarter, not harder, but you're saying harder. And, you, and I believe you intentionally put harder in front of smarter. So, so tell us a little, tell the listeners a little bit about that, because I agree with this principle. Well, that is a great, a great, uh, another great point, Brian. Um, you know, I always ask people in interviews, you know, tell me the five things. If you only had five words to describe who you are, you know, at the very core, what are you all about? And um, I always look to see if they say I'm a hard worker. 
you know, not everybody will say that, you know, people want to say, well, I'm disciplined, I'm driven, uh, you know, things like that. I'm smart, uh, you know, but I really love to hear someone say they're a hard worker because I think, uh, you know, it's hard to ingrain that in someone if they don't have it at their very core. Uh, and in the, in the retail business, you know, you have to have a, a heart of a servant. You have to serve other people because the consumer is a very demanding <laughs> uh, group and uh, they want everything they want. They want it the price they want it. They want it exactly when they want it. And so you have to, you have to really be able to smile and execute and get it, uh, get it to them. But I think there's definitely a combination of, of smart, you know, I mean, if you think about just working hard, I mean, let's face it, you know, a hamster in a cage works hard. Uh, you know, but they don't get anywhere. Uh, so I think you have to, you know, you have to have goals. We, we really, uh, we really develop a culture of smart goals. I don't know, you know, I'm sure you understand that concept of what smart goals are. Uh, but we also encourage each individual, Hey, let's, let's set your goals, right? Because if I give you your goal, that's my goal for you. And you're not going to work as hard if for, for my goal for you. Now, if you set your goal, you're going to work a lot harder to achieve your goal. And if you really, you know, I'm not, I'm not a very philosophical person, but I really like the philosophy of, of goal setting when it's your goal for you. And so we, you know, that's what I consider working smart. You know, we're, we're, we try to build strategies. I use, you know, the world, the word strategic, uh, and in a lot of our, you know, education seminars, a lot of the training that we go through, uh, is, you know, build a strategy, you know, don't just come in here and, and expect that, you know, just because you look nice and you're smart and you're educated, uh, and you can smile that you're going to be successful. You know, you have to build a strategy. You have to be very intentional, uh, with your goals and how you're going to lead the consumer to, uh, to help them and, and also achieve your goals. So, uh, I think working hard, uh, you know, show me somebody that works hard we can teach them how to be successful um, and then you got to work smart we can help them you know realize you know what they have to do to be strategic and to be smart to be successful Jeff I love that and and we've discussed on this podcast before the smart uh, method so for the listeners that are just joining us maybe they've never heard that before tell us tell us about that smart goal setting oh my gosh you're gonna put me on the spot right now uh, well, I think uh, the S is specific. That's right. The M is measurable. Uh, the A is attainable. The R is realistic. And the T is timely. And if you really take those goal, all those points, if you build a goal around all those specific points, uh, you got a great chance. And, and the other thing about goal setting that, that most people miss, Brian, and, and I love to talk about this with our team, is if, if you don't take the time to write your SMART goal down, and post it and you can post it on your laptop you can post it on your mirror wherever it's got to stare at you consistently every day uh, if you don't take the time to post that goal uh, where it has to look at you and you're looking at it you really don't have a goal and I tell our people what you have is you have a hope and a dream and there's nothing wrong with hopes and dreams because that's the stuff that life's made of but it's a it's not a goal there's a difference between a smart goal and hopes and dreams and so we try to make that point as people are building their strategies, as they're building their goals, you know, both personally and, and professionally. Yeah. And you hit, you nailed the smart, man. You got it. <laughs> that, that's, that's it. It's, and it's a great, it is an awesome tool and, and making it tangible, putting a, a real document in front of yourself and saying, I'm going to achieve this and I'm going to work towards it. 
and take the steps towards that goal. Yeah, absolutely. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict? reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. You know, we're all this country, the nation, the, the, the world has faced this global pandemic. And, and in your application, you said developing a strategy on the fly to deal with the events of 2020. It appears this pandemic is continuing into 2021. Uh. And, and you and I had a conversation before we began the podcast about how different states have different regulations. It's just very difficult, but, but, you have, but it's not impossible. And that's, that's the thing I want to convey here. What strategies did you did you use to pivot and, and be continue to be successful through 2021 or 2020 in spite of the pandemic? Yeah, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, just to give you a little background back in March uh, here in North Carolina that, you know, uh, we started hearing, you know, that, that things were going to be tightened up and, and possibly shut down and, and our business. Uh, was off about 30% in March and then complete shutdown in April. Although Furniture Land South never completely shut down our operation. Uh, we were, we were at, we were actually able to pull through some business. We were able to continue delivering. Uh, we were considered essential because we delivered into consumers homes. Consumers wanted to continue to get their deliveries because they were home. So we took all the safety precautions uh, to do all that. Um, but we were, and I hate to say we were only 50% off in April, but we were only 50% off in April. And since then, uh, consumer demand for furniture products has exploded. I mean, it's unprecedented. I hate to use that word because it's been tossed around, but, uh, the industry is having a boom right now. I mean, it has, it has caused a lot of supply, uh, challenges because people, uh, have been at home. Uh, they have been sitting on their furniture for 24 seven for seven or eight or nine months. And then they look around, they realize they've got, they're sitting on product that they probably should have exchanged or got, they should have replaced a decade ago. Uh, so the industry has boomed, but, but specifically, you know, back in March, April, and even, you know, early May, uh, who knew what the future was going to be. And so I think the first thing that we did, you know, uh, as I said, on the fly is we, 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 we were very inclusive, uh, and how we uh, built this strategy for, for, as you say, nobody knew. There's no crystal ball. We don't know what's coming around the corner. So we engaged, you know, everybody from bankers to, uh, you know, operations leaders to, you know, our HR leader, um, you know, our sales and marketing and merchandising. Everybody worked together. Um, you know, accountants, we, we all worked together to help develop these strategies. Um, and I think at the very core, um, you know, we had, we had two goals. Number one, we wanted to take care of our people. Uh, and number two, we wanted to keep our business operational. We wanted to, uh, I guess at the end of the day, you know, when you go through something like this, you have to say, okay, let's go back to the basics. What is it that we absolutely have to do to keep this business going, to keep our people working? Uh, and I think actually that's probably one of the most positive things 
you know, in the whole world that's happened now, this pandemic is people have been able to reflect and say, you know, I really didn't need to be doing this or I didn't need to be doing that. You know, I could have been spending my time on the most essential things that are going to bring the best results. Um, you know, one example of that, you know, we have 1.3 million square feet of showroom space. We have, uh, we have our own Starbucks on our campus. We have our own subway. Uh, there's a lot of places for people to, uh, convene, <laughs> uh, to collaborate, uh, or to, uh, you know, look at their Facebook pages. You know, there's, there's a lot of wasted time, I think. And, and, and one of the things the pandemic did is people, you know, did, didn't want to go to Starbucks for an hour with their colleagues and talk about the weather or the sports games or whatever. Uh, they've been very focused on tasks at hand. They've been very focused on taking care of customers, you know, being safe, protecting their family. Um, and so, I, I, you know, there's so much that happened, you know, through this pandemic. Uh, it, it's been challenging. You know, we have a lot of employees that uh, have been, uh, you know, what do you do when you got two or three kids that are trying to learn from home? They can't go to school. Uh, so we've had to flex. I mean, we've built strategies around, you know, flex time, uh, working remotely. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, hey, this is the job we've got to do. You know, how can we achieve this? You know, you got 24 hours in a day. <laughs> you know, how can we do this through staggering schedules? Um, and, uh, and so, you know, we've been very blessed with a lot of people that help build these strategies. And then you can build strategies all day long, but if you don't go out and execute them consistently, you know, it doesn't really work. Uh, so we've, um, you know, we, we don't have all the answers, but man, we have just really worked hard and worked smart uh, to, to help accomplish these things. And at the end of the day, man, we're, it's amazing. We're, we're probably going to have the most successful year in our 51 year history after being so far off in March and April, which man, if you'd have told me that that was going to happen back in April, you know, I would have said, what in the world is in your cup? <laughs> what are you drinking? But, but, uh, but here we are. That is amazing. And, and, you know, I wish I would have invested in home, home Depot or Lowe's or maybe in your company <laughs> at the, right. at the, because I think people are sitting at home and they're seeing those things you're, you're discussing about the, the old furniture and the, yeah. and the paint needs to be done. And, and so man, Home Depot, when I go to those places, they're just busy right. and, and I'm in construction. So some of my uh, commercial contracting friends and residential contracting friends, they're like, we are going gangbusters right now because everybody's sitting at home. That's a great segue into to something you wrote here in your application. You said helping others create interior spaces that are both beautiful and functional can help families and individuals create the backdrop for their lives. It also creates happiness and memories that last a lifetime. I wrote down here, this is more than selling furniture. This, yeah. is, this is more than I'm going to sell you a couch or, or a, a, a sofa. So, so tell us about that. Cause I, I, I really read into this, the experience. Yeah. Well, you know, you, I, I invite you, Brian, you said you'd never been up to our store. Um, and I really rather invite your wife to come up and, <laughs> and shop with us. Uh, but we're that would welcome. be dangerous, man. You're, you're welcome to come up as well. But you know, you know, I tell our salespeople, we have 150 design consultants. Um, and I tell them all the time, you know, typically when person, when a person hears, you know, oh, you're in furniture sales, you know, they think about, you know, some of the chain stores and, you know, small, you know, uh, small little stores, retail stores, uh, you know, that don't have such an experience to offer. And so I, I really challenge our people when they're creating their elevator pitch, you know, talk about, hey, I create the backdrop for people's lives. 
Uh, and, and what we do, I mean, if you can imagine over a thousand brands of the most, you know, quality furniture that's made on the planet, and it's all showcased in a way that you would want your home to look. Uh, it, it's been, uh, it's, it's a phenomenal thing that what we do. And we really start, you know, with, you know, how do you want to feel when you walk into this room? How, how do you want to use the space? You know, it's function first. Uh, and then it's, you know, think talking about how you, how you want your, not only you, but your family and others to feel when they walk into that space. And, uh, you know, we have unlimited resources for, for rugs, for furniture, for lighting and accessories and artwork. I mean, we have home office, we have home entertainment, we have great seating and dining spaces. I mean, it's, it is like, it, it is the world's largest furniture emporium. And it, it is just a phenomenal experience. And that's really what it is, is an experience. And uh, what, one of the things that we did, Brian, a few years ago is we, we, we encourage people to go to our website to start the experience. Uh, and the reason that we do that is we want you to see what's possible. We want to inspire you. We want to give you information. Uh, but we also want to go ahead and get the process started by letting you select the design consultant that you want to help you with your journey. And that's uh, uh, really a unique concept because so many times people just walk into a furniture store and let's hope the next salesperson that's, that's up uh, is going to be a good fit for you and the project you're working on. And it doesn't always happen. You got personalities that, that may conflict or you just don't like the, something about the, the way the person is. Who knows? But we have created 90-second video bios of every single design consultant. We keep on, those on our website. So a, a consumer can go to our website and they can scroll through all of our design consultants. Uh, they can see their video and then they can reach out if they don't uh, know exactly. They may have four or five that they're interested in talking to, so they can interview them, uh, you know, uh, through the phone or email or FaceTime before they ever visit our store. So a lot of the work can be done, Brian, before they ever visit the store. Uh, and that's really important, you know, as we continue to go through the COVID-19, the pandemic, uh, you know, if people, they, they don't want to be, you know, spending any more time, you know, subjecting, you know, their health uh, and their family to things than they have to. Uh, so we do a lot of that work before they ever get there so that when they do get there, uh, their, their experience can be, you know, not only fun, but very efficient. Jeff, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like working harder and smarter. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> well, it's a team effort. I can tell you that. Yeah, and I can tell you you have a passion not only for the furniture business, but for the team that supports you. With that, and if you've you've grown to five hundred team members, obviously you're doing yeah. something right. So it's a kudos with that. Congratulations. Well, I appreciate that. Well, Jeff, we've reached that time in the podcast where it's time to let our listeners know how they can find you, find your site. You know, tell us your website, any kind of social media. Absolutely. Uh, our website is www.furniturelandsouth.com. Um, and we also, for your, for your audience out there, we've got a broadband TV network that we've created and you'll find it out on Roku. Uh, you'll find it on Samsung. You'll find it on Vizio. Uh, you'll find it on Apple TV, but it's called The Design Network. We also have a web website called thedesignnetwork.com. It's all things home. Now, if I can summarize it, it's kind of the broadband TV version of HGTV. And I think you'll find it both entertaining and informational. Uh, and all roads lead back to the furniture capital of the world here in High Point, North Carolina and Furnitureland South. That is great. And, and I'm going to put that in the show notes for our listeners. The, the design network, that's all one word, no spacing, anything like that? That's correct. All right, we'll get that in the show notes for our listeners. 
Listeners, it was great to have you listen to the Build Your Success podcast today. Again, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And you know, now that we're only a few days away from 2021, can you believe it? I want to encourage you to spend some time in reflection. If you need some ideas for that, go back and listen to our episode 77, The Gift of Reflection, The Gift You Give Yourself for Ideas. It was great to have you again. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.